Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. What about their podcast land? There it boop, is. Boop, 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 boop. We hit 10,000 downloads. Yep, yep, yep. Get you some of that. I, I keep forgetting that I have a board that can make noises. And I'm like, awesome, he's making I'm like, we could do this, but it wouldn't be nearly yeah. as fun. Yeah. Not nearly as fun. I mean, seriously, I want to go back. We answered this a while. Or seriously, when we first started, when this was sort of my want <laughs> for years upon years. And I, Drew can um, back me up on this. I was like, man, I'd love to do a podcast, love to do a podcast. I never knew how, never knew what. And so then we finally get all this stuff going on. COVID sort of made it happen. Yeah. Started, yeah. I mean, seriously, COVID, for all its badness, right. got yeah. Marion on their live streaming and and got this. And then we birthed the goose of grace in a sense. <laughs> God help us, that rambunctious, rebellious child that it <laughs> I is. <was> say, <laughs> <laughs> it's the problem, child. <laughs> um, and so then we just sort of made it happen. And I asked my home slice here just to help me out because I was just as for a nervous. Episodes. Yeah, just come and be a guest. Yeah, I was and as nervous as a one legged cat in a room full of rocking chairs, and man, doing it myself. They said I couldn't leave. Good evening yeah. and welcome to the mosaic. Did you want that to is Marion by himself? Once. Oh my gosh, that was, <laughs> it was the... kind of painful. <laughs> Kinda painful. You ought to been on this side <laughs> of the mic, sister. I was begging the for content was great. <laughs> you could tell it was a little rough. Yeah, it was it was sit I'm telling talk. you. But. I, I wouldn't be able to do it sit and talk to myself. That's a great idea, Hank. Don't you think so? I, I agree, Hank. It was yeah. great. <laughs> and don't forget the whole <laughs> the swinging mic. Hey, we still got the same arm here, by golly. I just we don't have to share. Oh it. Mona, Mona, Mona. <laughs> he muted himself in the goose of grace. <laughs> It was time. He <laughs> muted himself. In the, by the way, loved the the Thanksgiving food, <laughs> the food one. That was yes. absolutely awesome, man. Uh, Both of I, you are idiots. I was about to say what I love and, and what nobody ever gets is that's just uh, like that's just us having a conversation oh, that know. happened yeah. to get recorded. And it gets you know. worse right. if I get thrown in. <laughs> yes. Mona's the one that will tame it because we all are on our best behavior when Mona's around. <laughs> the but book. when it's you and Drew, it's it's wild. You throw me in the mix, it hey, goes a yeah. step further because I will throw, I add fire to that. <laughs> but I loved it. I don't figure out why I wasn't invited to that one. <laughs> well, Here, the, let me give it real quick. Okay. I hate cranberry sauce. You know, I'm having, my wife just made cranberry sauce tonight. I hate it. Because I didn't have any. I hate it. I don't like it. I love it. Um, that is I something thanks to give it. Just a little punch in the mouth. I love I, it. I can't stand it. <laughs> I can't stand it. Is there something you really dislike about Thanksgiving foods that most people like? Um, if I say it, I might cause a ruckus. If you say turkey. Well, well he already said to, turkey. Oh, yeah. I don't like turkey. Well, we had turkey in... And it feels like every year when we have turkey for Thanksgiving, like, that's what I really want. And then I'm eating it going, I don't really... This isn't any good. <laughs> and it's good turkey. And it's cooked right, but it's for, just it's, it's just not your deal. I, and I, I like to like eat it cold as leftovers. <sighs> I know you don't like cold meat. Um, my grandson would agree with you. He does not like once his food meat gets cold, he won't eat it. And, and my wife nice. grew up; they 
like that. They, that's the default is cold meat. I'm like, what? Yeah, that leftover. I will eat leftover, leftover. turkeys. On, we, we were fishing on Friday, and it was. Um, you didn't bring a little microwave. <laughs> no, it was just. I had I had turkey sandwiches made up yeah. on Thanksgiving night yeah. to carry with me, and they were they were really good. Anyway, oh by the way, when this drops, no, are you guys? Yeah. Well, we we have to say it, not you. Okay, you say it then. So when this drops, it's Hank's birthday. Woo! What? Happy birthday. I didn't even know. Oh my! Not looking great for twenty nine. I can't believe you were going to say it yourself. Yeah, I'm only twenty nine. Don't I look well? (laughs) Preaching does not put any stress on you at all. No, no, no. I find those. I see them on reels, man. Oh yeah. (laughs) They're hilarious. Preaching is not bad. I'm only eighteen, and he shows this ninety year old dude. Hey, so all right, enough oh, of the fart. Philly Dan's folly. birthday is not far behind, so yeah. yeah I, are you a December baby? Yeah, as well? uh, December 9th. You're practically twins. Yeah, practically. <laughs> Obviously. I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, he's about 12 years younger than me. I mean, I didn't know where you were going with that. I was like, yes, if you had about 30 or 40 pounds, I get it. The gestational period for Dan was so much longer. <laughs> It was a 12 year gestational period. This isn't the goose and grape. Oh my God. That was hilarious. I'm so glad we got that. I've been pregnant for 12 years with this chap. I don't even know how much I'm talking about. I'm not not good on the follow through. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a missionary. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. We have lost out of control. Oh my god. I told you to make me laugh. That was great. Welcome to Mosaic Comedian. There's something I thought you gotta remind me after. I'm not gonna say it on the air. I'm not gonna say it on the air. Thank you. I appreciate it. Mona just spit water all over me. I did. Anyway, so we're finishing up. Yeah. We just lost a host. We, yeah. We just lost one. <laughs> Drink some water. Cough, coughing up a lung. What is wrong with you? No. Mona's, been six, Mona's been sick for six and a half months. <laughs> Seems like it. So anyway. Okay. We're at the end. We're going to finish up Joseph. Yeah. Because just being honest. Hank said we got to move we, we've on. We've been hovering here for we've a while. We've been yeah. right there. So we're going to. We've we're done just, well with it, though. We've stayed in it longer than we stay in most series. I've learned a lot through this. Oh, I have really too. Well. It's been really good. You, this has been a year of first for me in this. Now, I've been in ministry 22 and a half years, and actually 24 and a half. You count two years of being a youth pastor. Um, but preaching through stuff, I mean, I have preached through Hebrews basically all year. I just mm-hmm. quit. I didn't mm-hmm. just because. No, I, I I still got chapters twelve and thirteen to go. I've never preached through a, a series a whole year, so that was a first. We've stayed on Joseph a lot longer than we stayed on anything else. Uh, it's been a lot longer, but we're gonna finish it up tonight. So we're gonna talk about some Christmassy stuff, and then at the first of the year, guys, I really want you guys to tune in and and make sure you don't miss the first of the year. I don't know that I told you, Dan. I think I, I ran it by moment. No, you, yeah, you did. Did I tell you? Yeah. Did I tell you and not you? No, you told me. We were, but it was last time we met here. Oh, was it? To record, yeah. We're going to spend the first three episodes of next year talking about us. <laughs> talking about our testimony. Maybe you shouldn't tell them that ahead of time. <laughs> no, I, because I want you guys to know us. We, we've been at this thing going on... Three? 
is it? Three uh, or four years? It'll be four years. Four years, years yeah. We started in 2020. Um, <clears throat> and I want you to sort of to know us. I'll, I'll go back to it really made me feel good the other few weeks ago when your friend said, it's mm. like you're in a Bible study Yeah. right there. with, And that's yeah. what we want. Right. But I want you to know us better. Mm. So we'll jump off. Um, I don't care. What of y'all can go first? I'll go last. Just who you are, and we're going to just pepper you with questions about your life, your testimony, yeah. your walk with God, and um, the the such. So that that's first of the year. So we'll get there. Anyway, let's read. Um, start um, there in Genesis. I hope you stay with us through all this, through the Dan 12-year gestation. <laughs> and um, there is, we're just going to end it. Okay, go. What do you want me to this, read? Verse 15, 15 through 21. Okay, so in Genesis chapter 15. When Joseph's brothers saw that their father was dead, they said, It may be that Joseph will hate us and pay us back for all the evil that we did to him. So they sent a message to Joseph saying, Your father gave this command before he died. Say to Joseph, Please forgive the transgression of your brothers and their sin because they did evil to you. And now please forgive the transgression of the servants of the God of your father. Joseph wept when they spoke to him. His brothers also came and fell down before him and said, Behold, we are your servants. But Joseph said to them, Do not fear, for am I in the place of God? As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good, to bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. So do not fear, I will provide for you and your little ones. Thus he comforted them and spoke kindly to them. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much um, for the ability to come together and share your word and and for the gift of laughter, but also for the this truth that you work things for our good and for your glory. And so, Heavenly Father, we, we're just so thankful for this picture of Joseph to see how you remain faithful and how you never left his side. And so, Heavenly Father, reveal your truths to us as we, as we study your word together. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. So, these dudes, they're still afraid. I was getting right. When I read this, early, you know, as I was waiting for everybody to get here, and when I read verse 15, and I'm thinking, even though he had already told them when they first came, when he first revealed yeah. himself to them, and when they first came back, that, you know, no worries, guys. It's all good. They didn't. They obviously didn't they, believe. Yeah. I mean, would you? Right. I was about to say, they, they knew at that point, or, or at least sometime in between, it, it, you know, they realized just what they had done, yeah. you know. And so, yeah, I think I'd still be and, and so And sometimes I think we, we think of how would we react in their right. shoes. Right. Oh, yeah. I really think that plays into yeah. it a lot yeah. is, you know, sometimes when people don't believe us and we tell them things that may be sort of incredulous or whatever, our, our response is a lot of times, I think I have nothing to back up, how we think we would have responded oh, yeah. in yeah. that. So, mm -hmm. you know, like I forgive you and they're probably like, I know I wouldn't forgive you if that was not but you're not them. So these guys are like completely like, uh oh, daddy's dead. He's gonna right. get vengeance. He yeah. was he was just holding back because daddy was still alive and now. But isn't that true forgiveness though? Right. Ultimately, that's what Joseph yeah. had was true forgiveness. Yeah. And he had a perspective. Now I, I'm willing to bet that perspective wasn't there at the beginning. Oh no, no, I I think that's a safe bet. Yeah. You know, that when he was in that jail, yeah. if he could have seen them then and had any effect, I bet. But I think it, this is just me reading into this story of Joseph. 
as he saw how God used him yes. and what God mm-hmm. did. Right. Several times he said this, says this in verse in chapter forty five. What did he say? Well, I'm, let me read it to you. In chapter forty five, he says the same thing basically. Mm-hmm. He says, God sent me before you, this is verse 7, to preserve for you a remnant on earth. So it was not you who sent me here. That, that's when you got the right perspective yeah, now. Yeah. Right. It wasn't you that sent me, right. yet you did the act, you did the deed, right. you sold me into slavery, you got the ball rolling, the snowball, as it were, rolling downhill. But it really wasn't you. Yeah. Right. It was God. It was God, right. How, that raises a question. Question does it Would would you be mad at God? Now the ultimate answer is you shouldn't be. Right. God made this dude walk through hell mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to get him. I mean, yeah. you like, I know God, you sent me on ahead, but God, did you have to put me <laughs> sold in slavery, yeah, yeah. in poverty's house, accused of rape, then in prison, and then and then I still go back to. I think the worst part was that two years where he was just flat forgotten. Yeah. That would I think that would be yeah, the hardest that was part a, for me. Just, just kind of stagnant almost. Yeah, yeah, it's like just you got nothing. Yeah. What, what do you guys think? I mean, when he says that, I don't know that I wouldn't be feeling some sort of way. Now, should I have a right to? No. Well, and I think so. First of all, it would. I've stumped them, by the way. You should however, see the looks no, on their I'm face. Waiting for you. However long it took him to to get to this conclusion, double it, and I might be coming around. I mean, really, like I I can't imagine the the turnaround that you see with him as far as his perspective on it um but then the other thing and, and this is where we mess up is we kind of especially if if you're you know an adult a lot of times you forget that you know you're saved once but then that that process of sanctification continues and continues so a lot of times the reason we're we're not willing to forgive or not able to see what God's doing and not not okay with God, we're angry with God, is because we're not moving forward. We're trying to stay in that same place and just imagine how different the story would be if Joseph stayed in the same same mindset and same place he was when he was sold into slavery. So I think that's the biggest problem is we don't progress. We think, oh, I've reached this age. I don't care if you're 99. God's still got more to teach you. That day, sanctification been on your mind. It was on the last episode of The Goose of Grace. (laughs) So I'll go back to chapter 39 and verse 21 where um, it says, but the Lord was with Joseph and showed him steadfast love. And I really think that that is a key verse for the whole story of Joseph Mm -hmm. because, yes, I'm sure he struggled. And, yes, I'm sure that he had time, a time and maybe times when he did indeed sit in that prison or in that pit and say, what in the world? But I really believe that he knew God's love and knew his presence. And so it, it like when you say, would you be mad at God? Well, it depends on um, how well do you know God? Mm-hmm. Because when you know God, when you know that he is good, when you know that he is sovereign, when you know that he is kind and that um, his heart for you is for goodness and not for evil, then you can trust him. And so then you may not understand and you may sit and say, I don't, I don't get it. What are you doing? Why are you doing this? But you won't, don't get mad at him as being God. And, and you allow much him more spiritual that. than me. <laughs> <laughs> Having said all that, and I agree, I think there's still gonna be times you're gonna be like, I, I don't, what, what the world? Well, yeah. I, I, I think that. there are times, though, you said you wouldn't get mad at God. I think there's times you're going to get mad at God. 
You're in there 13 years? That's a long time. Well, what something hit me when you were, were just talking, Mona. Don't try to get I me did. and Mona out of this fight. <laughs> no, no. It kind of goes along with this. So <laughs> it, it hit me that the majority, I, I would say all the time, but I, I won't go that strongly, but at least the majority of the time, what? Why are we mad at God? We're not mad at God because of who He is. We're mad at God because of our circumstances. Well, yeah. Now, th- yeah, that's a major point. Don't ever get mad at God because right, <laughs> yeah. you're in trouble. Then you are <laughs> out there. But what I think this experience with Joseph brought about was Joseph was able to see what was constant, regardless of whether his circumstances were good or where they were going down here or where they were in the pits. God was with him consistently that whole time. So then he was able to kind of separate his his feelings toward God from his circumstances. Right. And so often we never get to that point. Yeah, obviously Joseph was growing in this. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's obvious. No, yeah, right. I agree. But I, I just don't want to, I, I guess personally me, I don't. I want to make sure people don't think that we are saying, oh, he never got mad at God. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. There's or that we there, wouldn't yeah. get mad at God. Right. We're not saying that, are we? I mean, it just, I guess it depends on your definition of mad at God. Are you going to get mad at God and turn away from God? No, no, no. Are you but just going to I think in the be... midst of being that, I mean. Yeah. Is that exasperation of really? More? Right. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, we have we have arguments with our spouses. Mm-hmm. We get mad at our spouse, mm-hmm. but we don't leave the marriage. Right. Yeah, yeah. We might distance ourselves in the relationship for a few. <laughs> for safety. Hours or safety or a few days. But it's the same with God. I mean. I'm telling you, I went through a period, man. I was mad at God. Yeah. There, there was, I mean, and I was, I'm talking years. Yeah. Right. I didn't walk away from God totally, and God never left me. Right. I could always feel God pulling on my heartstrings, mm. but I was so mad. Like, God cared that Hank Meadows was mad at him. <laughs> but there was a period of, of, of literally from about age of, of 18 to about 23. Mm. When God started sort of working on my heart a little bit more, I, I was straight up mad. Yeah. Now, I never dis what I didn't. What is it? Deconstruct my faith, yeah, yeah, or I didn't yeah. disown God. Like say, I don't believe there's a God. But I'm just saying, I was mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was irritated, and I didn't go to church. Right. I did a lot of bad things in that time that I'm not real proud of now, mm-hmm. but. So I don't know. I just think, I think Joseph had a great perspective. But I'm just telling you, there there had to be there had to be that we all have bad days. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know where we're just like, even when you know maybe exasperated we we is good. Thrown into slavery or anything. Yeah, we do. <laughs> know, we, like, uh, we get exasperated because <laughs> we wake up on the wrong side yeah, of the bed yeah. or whatever. So deal with that last little bit. Then I want to take a second. What you you wanted to sort of jab <laughs> our our dude over there, talking about you there, bro. Oh what. <laughs> I'm an easy target. I don't move quick. Well, um, so at the end of verse 21, where he says that Joseph comforted them and spoke kindly to them, just it made me chuckle because what happened, what how, what was their response earlier when we In first— chapter, The juxtaposition, big word. I just wanted to throw that oh, word out yeah, there. That was, that was when we first started um, uh, Your favorite part, yes. well, you got Where they could not say a peaceful word to They couldn't other. speak peacefully yeah. to him, right? And— and now, after all that he's been through and um, all that they did to him, he is able yeah. to speak kindly to them yep. and comfort them. Which shows the growth. Yeah. Now, I don't want Absolutely. nobody to get me wrong that I don't think Joseph wasn't growing in right. all right. that. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, 
But even that growth, there's like plateaus. It's not always just straight. Well, there's up, not only man. just plateaus. There's also upwards and downwards. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think. I mean, when I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, you get accused of rape and you've done nothing. I'm pretty sure you're not real happy with your situation. Not. You're not like, well, I see you working. Well, God, God, right. God bless God, you're working in my life again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I feel like he's he's going like, what is going on? Um, what you, what time we got? I know we spent a lot of time laughing. Oh, we got 10 minutes. That's a lot better than I thought. I know, but I thought we had probably like 15, 20. No, I knew we'd last for a Good little bit. gracious. About you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so I want to close out, Joe. Anything else about that? Well, I, I'm just kind of overwhelmed by, you know, there's the, and, and we've talked about this. Sometimes you forgive and you move on, but, but, you know, everything's not repaired and it, but man, just the level of gentleness he comes with just dumbfounds me. I guess I guess I'm doing exactly what you're saying. Like we put ourselves in it and say, God, I really yeah. do that, you know. But man, just I mean, nobody with bad eye. He was like, Yeah, you're my servants from here. You owe Yeah. You, you owe know, me big time. I'm still dealing with you kindly by doing this even. Uh but man, I mean, just his whole tone is just one of yeah, there, the whole thing when you were reading it. Yeah, it it it's just crazy how gentle Joseph it, wept. Yeah, I mean, you could put this dude was a weeper. Yeah, he wept all the time. Yeah, yeah. But here's here's a good question: Is that when you know you've truly forgiven somebody when you don't have the harshness toward them anymore? Possibly. Possibly, and. I would go back to what we said, talked about last week that it, you're not always a hundred percent going to come back to the relationship. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, um, but yes, when I would think, yeah. When you don't have to, I mean, Joseph obviously never forgot. Right. We dealt with that too. Joseph didn't forget, you know, the whole God, the Bible says forgive and forget. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bible does not ever right. say forget. Matter of fact, I think it ought to stay in your mind a little bit so you don't do it again, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah. or allow it to be done to you again. But man, the forgiveness that this guy just showed us. Yeah. So, anything else? I, I really want to get this last point because I want to hear what you guys say. Um. So here's how I want to close out this section about Joseph. Um, how do we see Jesus in the life of Joseph? If you could pick out one part, if you could pick out just a, a sort of a symbolism or something, just what do you think? What do you where do you see Jesus? Um, Joseph is the greatest picture of Jesus we have in the Bible outside of Jesus himself, I believe. What do you What do you think? <laughs> Even though he told us ahead of time. I did. I actually I, told you all ahead of time. I know, and today. I've been thinking about it, and I don't know. Okay, I, I can go. I, I was going to wait and see if you had the same one, and then I was going to jump it. ship if I had to. Um, and this is, is weird, but stick with me. It's the relationship of him and his brothers. Um Maybe not the very beginning, but moving from there out, um, because by the end of it, there, there's, they're not on the same level as far as power, okay, as far as resources, as far as what they're they're able to do, and even before that, you know, obviously they they had hate in their hearts for him. I mean, they they did despicable things to him at the beginning, and so to me, that really is a picture of Jesus because. We have nothing to offer Jesus, and he is—he has all power, all authority, and yet he sees fit while we're actively—and and we, we hate admitting this, but it's the truth—while we're actively, uh, for lack of a better term, treating him like dirt, he says, 
I've got you. I'm going to pay the debt. And so to me, that is, the relationship points straight to Jesus as far as, you know, we say, well, we wouldn't sell Jesus into slavery. We sin against him constantly. We put him on the cross. Yeah. And so, you know, it just, that, that always just leaves me completely humble, realizing that, it, you know, so often on earth, our relationships are based on, on mutual needs. And we say, well, I, I get this from this person, or you get this from, from a relationship with me. With him, we can't bring anything to the table. We got nothing. And he says, just because of who I am, yep, this is what I'm going to do. This, I, I would, to me, I would think you're actually better in that analogy than you even thought. In the relationship of Jesus to us, we hate Jesus before. Yeah, I, we we don't read anywhere Joseph hated them. Mm-mm. We yeah. don't ever read that. Yeah. Right. Now they hated him yeah. in chapter thirty nine. He never hated yeah. them, mm-hmm. so it was the same deal. Yeah, this one that is like us mm-hmm. is hated by these others because and that's the reason I think people people love the dark hate the light because they love mm-hmm. the darkness that's what these guys were sort of doing I yeah. think I think yeah. the whole analogy fits okay I don't know if this is valid but um I'm gonna go back to chapter 45 that we talked about last week and you mentioned it earlier where Joseph says God sent me God sent me God sent me God sent me Jesus was all about doing the work of his father mm-hmm. And, um, and so I sort of see the same thing in Joseph that even um, we read throughout that when he was put in prison, um, he was put in charge, he was given, and God gave him success. And so, um, and he comes out of that knowing that, that God had sent him there for a purpose. Um, and I, to me, that just echoes Jesus's saying that um, he was all about doing his father's work mm-hmm. i don't know if that's valid or what you were looking for but that's just what came to me no that's fine and then mine is the forgiveness part yeah because i do go back to what we you and i mm-hmm. a lot have hit on about i just don't know how you get to that point of for, right. you sold me into slavery you're you're, you're my brothers right. and you compare that with jesus is on the cross and his father forgive them for they know not what they do right i, I know he was fully god mm-hmm. but in that moment your your person, <laughs> he was also fully man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How do you get them words right. out mm. when you yeah. have been beaten yep. within an inch of your life? Possibly his intestines are showing. Right. You're made to carry your cross as far as you could, and then we know Simeon helped carry it. Then you have nails driven into your your wrist and your your feet, and you say. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Here's Joseph. I understand God sent me on his yeah. head. Right. But you are his instrument. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was called to be your, I was born as your brother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you did this. And matter of fact, you were going to kill me and then decided that wasn't good enough. I'm going to make a profit off of him. <laughs> yeah. And he's able, and I go back yeah. to this. To speak kindly to him. Yeah. Yep. I, I'm just being honest. Coming from Hank's uh, perspective, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Man, I would, hopefully, I would see, because it does say throughout it, the Lord was with him, the yeah. Lord was with him, the mm-hmm. Lord was with him. Maybe, I, I'm not going to say, with, with God, in this aspect, anything's possible. Oh, sure. Yeah. I uh-huh. think I'm taking that in the right context, uh-huh. not talking about my golf drive. <laughs> <laughs> but God is able to do a work. God, God is... God is 
God. Yeah. And he can do anything and yeah. our lives are not our own. So but here's a here's so all this goes on. It's a great story. And then here's what happens usually in all the world. You get to Exodus and you get there in verse four. Uh, verse eight, excuse me. And there now there arose a new king over Egypt who did not know Joseph. Yeah. This guy was such a powerful influence, mm-hmm. even after his death for a while, that it kept all of his family and good standing in Egypt in the land of Goshen, and they were obviously multiplying by thousands upon we know they went in with seventy five and they came out over a million or so. Mm-hmm. Pretty good heritage. Yeah. Pretty good picture of Jesus in this life of Joseph. Yeah. Closing thoughts. Mm-hmm. I know I'm asking for two different things. <laughs> I ask you to, how do you, but just a closing thought about this and put what, I don't know, whatever, man, just a closing thought about Joseph. Well, for me, it just goes back, uh, I can't remember whether it was last week or week before last. Um, you know, when we were talking about in this idea, well, I can't forgive and, and, like I have no excuse for saying that because the things that I I'm holding on to are nothing like what Joseph experienced yeah. there, and more importantly, aren't anything like what Jesus experienced because of us and our sin. Um, so it's just a reminder to me, you know, it, nobody sold me into slavery. Somebody yeah. didn't talk to me, or somebody said something I didn't like, or yeah. whatever. Like, get over it. Yeah. You know, get over yourself, man. Yeah. So um, I'm gonna go back to we talked about it on one of the episodes about um, God's sovereignty and his providence in his hand because he had to get his people to Egypt. And when I was reading this in, earlier and thinking about it, they were in Canaan, but God had to get them out of Canaan, get them to Egypt, and then bring them back to Canaan. And we might look at that and think that, you know, that doesn't make any sense. Why? And yet it's all, it was all God's plan and purpose. And Joseph was the um, one that he used to cause his plan to happen. Um, And so um, we just don't know what God is going to use us for. And, and the things that we are walking through, he's dying. The things that we are walking through um, are most likely the things that God has as his purpose and his providence and his hand on us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you now see, I love this because every time you say something, I'm like, wait a minute. I saw you would. <laughs> no, I just, you, <laughs> you know, God's all powerful. He, he could snap his fingers and transport people wherever he wants. Mm-hmm. So why doesn't he do that? Now, I think the, the reason is, and you said it, he uses people. And the reason he does that isn't because he couldn't do it himself. It's because he wants us to have the opportunity to be part of that kingdom work, to be part of his plan, and, and to reap the benefits of that. And and so often we're going around with our, our lips poked out saying, well, he's not doing anything for me. He's giving you opportunity after opportunity to be part of his big picture, to be part of his kingdom, and we just refuse to recognize it. Well, and sometimes what you're going through is not about you. Absolutely. It's about other people. And so what Joseph went through was, yes, about him and building him as a person, but it was also about God's people. But the ultimate reality was it wasn't about him. Right. It was God's people. He was just another player in in the whole 
thing called life mm-hmm. to get to God's kingdom. So here's mine. It's sort of that's a great segue to what I got. It's this. Don't just look at the trees of your life and mm. miss the forest. Yeah. God is always up to something. Yes, as incredulous as it can be, he's using you in his great mm-hmm. sovereignty and providence right. to bring about his mm-hmm. kingdom. And notice I didn't say to bring about your glory, right. to bring about your whatever, to bring about his glory. Yeah. And he can use you to do great and mighty and powerful, wonderful, beautiful, amazing things. But you got to get your eyes off of yourself. Right, and your circumstances. And your yep. circumstances. Mm-hmm. Now, that's hard. Yep. But it's valid. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's what the life of Joseph had. Yeah, he had these dreams, and you got to wonder how much they faded through those 13 mm-hmm. years. But they never faded with God. And the way God got him to that place was absolutely not the way that Joseph would have wanted oh, to get yeah, there. No way. But it's the same for you and I. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Be careful when you complain about your circumstances. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because those circumstances could be the very thing that grow you yep. into the mature believer that you need to be to be useful in the master's hand. Yep. Wow. That went a lot deeper than what I thought. That was, yeah, that's good stuff right there. But truly, the circumstances you go through are making you more like Christ. Yep. For his kingdom. I hate to break this to you. It's not about you. He's the one worthy of all our glory. All right, let's pray, y'all. Father, thank you so much for the picture in the Old Testament of of Joseph, which is not a picture, but it's a true story. Mm. It's absolutely true. It's a picture of Jesus in the Old Testament. And God, just the... the, uh, Even in in horrific circumstances, it shows us a life given over to the master and his hand. A life used by God in a mighty way. And God, we know that the that we could have that same privilege and honor if we would live out Galatians 2.20 and, um, and understand that and love that verse. But God, thank you for what you're doing in every person's life that's listening. Lord, we love you and praise you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hey, I'm Hank Meadows. I'm um, pastor of Marion Baptist Church, and um, I got my home slice Miss Mona here, hey, hey. and got my man Dan over there. Just yep, back yep. to old Dan. <laughs> Just old Dan. Just old Dan. So thankful for you guys, and um, God bless you guys. Bye, y'all. Three weeks to Christmas.